Hey everybody, welcome to episode 37 of the Snake of the Draft podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Fines. You can find me on Twitter at jsnake underscore dff. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about two buy highs and two sell low players and my thoughts on trade calculators. This is obviously a solo episode. So uh, I think it's important to look at players as buy highs or sell lows because that means you're not trying to like do the typical market of you know sell high, buy low. And that's important because players can continue to have their value increase as well as continue to have their value decrease. Like an example could be Antonio Brown in 2019. You know, after first couple weeks he played for New England, you could have got out on him right then. Honestly, this is all hindsight, so you probably wouldn't have done that in real life. But if you ended up making the move to get off of him, like I made a trade in a keeper league in that I think I got like DK Metcalf and someone else. Um, But it was a really good trade that helped me out because Antonio Brown was a second round pick that year. But that's a sell low moment that you're just trying to get out on the guy because you're just like, I don't know how I'm feeling about this person. And so I got two sell lows and two buy highs right here. So my first buy high is DeAndre Swift. Swift was the RB3 in week six and the RB16 in week seven for PPR. During those weeks, Swift led the lines in running back opportunities. And also Swift's opportunities are going to continue to increase throughout 2020 and into the 2021 season. Uh, I'd say Swift is currently a top 15 dynasty RB and can easily be a top 12 running back by the end of the season and even higher in 2021. Like we haven't seen Clyde Edwards, Alaire, Jonathan Taylor, or even JK Dobbins, you know, showing that they should be far and away above Swift, even though in my own rankings, I do have Clyde Edwards, Alaire, and Jonathan Taylor at four and five respectively, I believe right now. And then uh, Swift is, I think around 15 with JK Dobbins at 12. I will say I plan on uh, spending a lot of time this weekend on my rankings, fine-tuning them to how I feel about the players and, you know, not making super crazy changes, but trying to fine-tune it to where I expect the players to be towards the end of the season. So uh, I'd also, you know, I think, as I said, Swift can be a top 12 running back by the end of the season. And uh, I would send a 2020 first, 2021 second, and really any running back in like the James Conner tier, which includes like Chris Carson, other guys like that. Uh, and even like Miles Gaskin's a good option right there. And another option would be to send like a 2020 on first and Juju Smith-Schuster for Swift. And those may feel like an overpay, but it's worth it to buy high on a high upside running back like Swift, who has, you know, he's already been the RB3 on the week in week six. Also, I wouldn't send like an early 2021 first. And this is for any of these buy highs. You know, you don't want to send an early 2021 first. This is more for those mid to late first. So if you're a rebuilding team, hopefully a multiple first. If you're a rebuilding team, you only have your own. You know, I'd be I'd be cautious sending those because we've already seen, you know, the, the 1.01 through the 1.03 this year. I'm talking in Superflex, Joe Burrow, um, Clyde Edwards-Alert, and Jonathan Taylor already first round picks next year, like pretty much guaranteed first round beginning of second. And I don't see any reason this year is going to be different. So Swift, he'll be a second round pick, second to third, I'd say in super, eh, super flex by a third round pick. So, you know, it's just thinking about that uh, risk versus reward. And so I wouldn't quite go that crazy. My other buy high is going to be two attack of Aloha. And this is for mainly super flex leagues, but potentially one QB leagues as well. So Tua is about to play his first NFL game, and everybody's excited, including myself. But I would go buy Tua now. And that's even like the reason he's buy highs. Everybody's excited. They're probably going to want to watch him play before they sell. So that's why he sent a very competitive offer. Tua is an elite prospect, and the main concern for fantasy managers stemmed from his hip injury and the potential he could miss all of 2020. Uh, We've already seen how the other two rookie QBs' values have increased 
drastically as the 2020 season has gone on, like especially Justin Herbert. And, you know, I can see two of his value spiking as well. All it takes is one or two good games, and these rookies just have their value spike like crazy. And, you know, I'd be looking to trade a QB plus either a pick or another player for Tua. A couple of trades like Ryan Tannehill and Michael Gallup for Tua, Baker Mayfield and Marquise Brown for Tua, Aaron Rodgers and Jarvis Landry for Tua. Um, I'd also be comfortable adding a 2021 second on top of any of these trades to get Tua. I still have Tua ranked above Justin Herbert right now, and that's because I believe in Tua's talent. But, uh, you know, if Tua does struggle for a couple weeks and Herbert keeps going off, then that would switch for me. But still, you know, these offers that I'm saying for Tua, I pretty comfortably do those for Justin Herbert as well. And obviously Joe Burrow, he's above all of them right now. So my, my sell low, my first one is T.Y. Hilton. So he's really disappointed so far in 2020, and I don't see it stopping anytime soon. Anytime soon, Hilton's currently the wide receiver for 81 in points per game, as well as overall scoring, which is sort of weird. You don't usually see that. And Hilton's been outscored on a point-per-game basis by Marcus Johnson, Zach Pascal, and Paris Campbell. Uh, I'd like to move move Hilton for any 2021 second right now. Other potential players I would look to move are, you know, Paris Campbell for Hilton, Quintess Cephas in a 2021 third for Hilton, Jameis Winston for Hilton in a Superflex, and Keelan Cole and DJ Dallas for Hilton. That one I think is sort of doable. Like Keelan Cole's actually outproducing Hilton, and I probably want Keelan Cole over Hilton straight up right now. Uh, and then DJ Dallas is a nice add-on piece. And then my last sell low, which actually a couple of people disagreed with me on Twitter about this, is Mark Ingram. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people will be saying, like, why would I sell Mark Ingram now with this potential upside if he gets the major RB role? But, you know, Mark Ingram is currently RB 56 in point per game and is the RB 74 in fantasy points per opportunity. Uh, and he's really just been unstartable. And J.K. Dobbins is breathing right down his neck. And Dobbins has been the RB 18 in fantasy points per opportunity. So that means Dobbins is doing more with his touches right now, especially on a fantasy football basis. Uh, and, you know, I'd like to move Mark Ingram for any potential high upside young player or 2021 third. So some players are like DJ Dallas, Eno Benjamin, Quentin Cephas, Keelan Cole, Travis Fulgham, Kyle Allen and Superflex, as well as Jacoby Brissett. And I'd even include some other like potential high upside quarterbacks. Um, not Taysom Hill. That's that's a little bit crazy right there. But if you can get like Jalen Hurts or something like that, I think that'd be nice. I'd also add some tight ends like Adam Troutman, Cole Komet, Harrison Bryant, Trey Burton, Logan Thomas, and then... I also put Darren Fells here. Now, this is more for tight end premium leagues for Darren Fells. I'd even say the same for Logan Thomas, you know. Uh, but I'm also fine making that move as well if I if I need a tight end because Darren Fells is currently a top 15 tight end or so. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely fine with that. So now I'm going to talk about a post from the Pharaoh of Fantasy, Izzy, on Twitter. He's actually one of the guys over the, the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Um because I want to talk to you about trade calculators in general, because they they have like a weird rap in fantasy football. Like the post that this was retweeted on was saying like trade calculators are bad for fantasy football, and, and more talking about like you know you need to find your edge and you need to do it on your own. But then Izzy brought up a good point, and he said for those that immerse themselves into the depths of fantasy dynasty, they're not vital. For those that aren't like super into it, super deep, and you know they can rely on them as a guide and like a sounding board. They're only bad when people misuse them in the manner that suggests that they're at the end-all, be-all. So that was a really good way of putting it right there for, for me. You know, I agree 100%, and I think trade calculators are necessary for people new to Dynasty or people who don't really, like, dig super deep into the stats or what's happening with a player, you know, when they're hurt, how you value them yourselves. I also personally like to use trade calculators to see how the current market is looking at a player. And, like, a couple examples are the injured players like Sutton, Dak, 
Odell Beckham Jr. and potentially Nick Chubb. Now, the main argument against trade calculators is that every league has a different economy. But in my opinion, this leads to the trade calculator values being the backbone of what you're doing. And then you fine-tune the values on how you want to make a trade. And, you know, that backbone, it can be small. It can be big. You don't have to, like, be super intense about it. Like, I typically, Dynasty Trade Calculator has it to where 14 points is a late 2020 and first. So then you know that and you say, okay, what player do I value as 14 points? So it's not something that you have to be super anal about or anything like that. And it's pretty flexible, honestly. Uh, I, I personally like trade calculators. And really just to summarize, I think it's important to utilize trade calculators when you're starting Dynasty so you can learn player values. I would also even say like it can help you if you switch from one QB to super flex Dynasty to help you with QB values. I also like trade calculators. I think that they help me not send super low ball offers to teams because the easiest that's really just the easiest way to piss off other teams. And that's not something we want to do. We want to, you know, make other teams want to trade with us because that can help each other long term. Uh, obviously, if you end up fleecing a guy on a trade, it's just it's just how it is. You'll get fleeced on a trade. They'll get fleeced on a trade. But it's whenever you send those really low ball offers that it really just sours the other team. Like an example of my own is I sent a trade of Drew Locke for I think it was a running back on a certain team that I got back. And this is super flex Drew Locke for a 2021 third. And I was just like. All right, that's how it's going to be. Okay, I'm probably not going to trade with you. And, you know, also at the top trade calculators I recommend, there's Dynasty Trade Calculator, the Dynasty Nerds Dynasty GM Trade Calculator, and the Dynasty League Football Trade Calculator. And, you know, all of them are, are really solid. And with, like, Dynasty Trade Calculator, it's the most customizable out of all the calcs. And you only just pay for the calculator, so it's typically a little bit cheaper. But then you do have ones like Dynasty Nerds. Uh, you do pay a subscription, which allows you to use the Dynasty GM tool, which – I strongly recommend. I think it's really awesome. And you also get the rankings. And then lastly, you know, DLF, you can get a subscription that allows you to read their articles, rankings, and the trade calculator. I'm personally biased towards Dynasty Nerds and Dynasty Trade Calculator because with Dynasty Nerds, you can see my own personal Superflex rankings. And I really like the Dynasty GM tool. Uh, but I would look around to see what you like. Uh, like with Dynasty Trade, Calc tri trade Calculator, like you can get look at Titan Premium versus non-Titan Premium, Superflex versus 1QB. All sorts of different ways to customize it, which is really refreshing for me. And that was my first trade calculator. But, you know, I mentioned all of these. So, you know, look and just see which one that you want to use to be your, like, third-party thing whenever you're looking at it. And at the same time, if you don't want to use a trade calculator, don't feel forced to. But if you're new to Dynasty, I think if you just do it for, like, three or four months, it'll help you out. I've I've been using one for, for quite a bit now. And it's just more to make sure, you know, I'm not low-balling other teams, making sure that I am – not like way overestimating certain players' values, which if, if I personally feel that way, and I still do, you know, if I'm like, this guy is here and this is how I feel, that's fine. That means I should be either buying or selling this player depending on how I feel. Um, and that's also the fun of Dynasty as well, as you know, you're able to decide if you want to buy a player, if you want to sell a player, based on your own personal values, as well as like, you know, a trade calculator, what you see on Twitter. Like, if you see a certain player getting hyped up and you're like, I don't believe in that player, like, an example is offseason could be Clyde Edwards-Alaire. You know, you saw him getting hyped up, and you're like, well, I don't really believe in him, but, you know, if I have the 1.02, 1.03 in a super flex league, probably 1.03, then I'm going to pick him and then move him for J.K. Dobbins Plus, you know? Like, that's what I do, you know, to, to get a, a head start and just to really set yourself ahead. So with this, again, always be fluid. And, uh, you know, don't look at Dynasty as just buy high or buy low, sell high. Think about it as – is look at players and think where their value is going. Like one player this in week three was Robbie Anderson for me. And I just, I really thought that his value could keep increasing. And it has so far. He's worth a 2021 first right now. And you could have traded two 2021 seconds early in the offseason. 
I know Curtis, it was a Curtis Samuel show on Thursday, but you know, Robbie Anderson, he still, he still played pretty well that week. And so you just got to be looking at the player values as much as you can follow all sorts of different people on Twitter. If you aren't on Twitter and you listen to this podcast, I strongly recommend it. Uh, you don't have to get super into it like, like I have, but just, you know, see what other people are saying here and there. So, you know, just honestly, just, just have fun with fantasy football. It's supposed to be fun, but I also would say getting a leg up with using these tools, especially if you're trying to make a little bit of money potentially on the side with your leagues, which we all play for money to, you know, just give us a little bit more incentive, but winning a little bit of money too is nice. Cause you don't want to just lose week year in year out. And then you're just like, Oh, I just lost $600 over the last 10 years. You know, you want to be able to win some, you want to be able to, you're going to lose some, it's just going to happen. So, you know, just use all your resources around you. So I just want to thank you all for checking out this episode. Before I let y'all go, please subscribe, rate and review to the podcast uh, and leave those reviews on Apple podcasts. It'll actually help me grow the podcast and get more people to see it. Also, you know, make sure to tell your league mates and your friends about the podcast, especially if you do fantasy football. Like this podcast is very focused on dynasty and I think it'd be great to, you know, share it around and see what people think and, if anything, if if uh, I like a player more than you do, you know, send to my podcast, and then you'll be able to sell sell a player high or low, whatever you think, and you know that's how you can get it done. So you know, just uh, use me as you want. You know, I've been wrong about players, I've been right about players so far, and that's just fancy football right there. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and let's be snakes this season. Oh.